0: That's the moment that you, you understand that the radio and the, an alternative media can be really a powerful action.
1: Welcome to Radio Survivor, the sound of strong communities. I'm your host, Eric Klein. And I'm your other host, Paul Riesmendel. And today we're so excited, we have no time to mess around. We are joined by a guest, Anita Puchar who was a photo documentarian. Who, she is a photo documentarian. Who was in Argentina documenting the building of a... Of several popular radio stations, uh, community radio stations, pirate radio stations, well, unlicensed. You know <laughs> the,
2: the the term pirate often is controversial. Yeah. Because there are folks who do uh, unlicensed radio throughout the world who say we're not stealing anything. Yeah. The and airways belong to us, and we are just
1: finding our place. It's sort of like using public lands. Yeah. And as Anita describes to us when she's telling us about this work documenting these. Uh, radio stations, which I think were referred to in the New York Times as pirate radio stations, uh, these radio stations were in fact legal under one law in Argentina, but then that law wasn 't being enforced, so they were in a gray area that 's still probably pretty fuzzy, which is a fascinating part of anita 's story and Paul and I are excited to share this interview with you coming right up because we learned so much about the popular radio in Argentina that we didn't know before community radio in Argentina and its echoes and similarities to what's been happening here in the United States in the last few decades with radio
2: yeah we learned about this because her photographs were featured in the New York Times they have a blog, blog. dedicated to photography and you know when I saw that of course uh, you know we we, we have to to talk. We have to talk <laughs> with the needed if we can. When we talk about community media, this is what we're talking about. Media that, that gives communities a voice often in a media landscape where it is still dominated. Absolutely. Yeah. By a small number of interests and voices. So even with the emergence of, of internet communication, even with the emergence of, of social media, nevertheless, there is still this monopolistic domination, this oligopoly of voices. And this is true it seems just about everywhere in the world, as you as will explain that, you know, there's definitely uh, exists an oligopoly, a media monopoly in in Argentina. And so when we see the opportunity for communities to to speak and spread
1: ideas, yeah, speak for themselves, speak in their for their own themselves
2: and for stories to be shared, this is what we what we want to also share, because we hope that understanding when you listen to us on x-ray fm or you're listening to us as a podcast somewhere in the united states to understand that this this is happening globally that there are these opportunities and the opportunities need to be supported uh they should have uh, this opportunity carved out legally we think <laughs> throughout yeah. the world and and where that can't happen we support people going and and communicating themselves however it is and that it, it's it's crucial, especially um, in supporting uh, the voices of people who are otherwise marginalized or or oppressed um and and that is why we want to share these stories on radio survivor it's important for us to reset every so often and explain just why it is we're doing it it's cool but there's a larger reason there. yeah
1: and so coming up in we're going to hear from anita Pucharcera who's joining us from paris and she's going to tell us about the time that she spent in argentina documenting the building of these uh popular radio stations around the country and uh why, why they're being built, what they're being built for, how they're being built, who they're being built with, um, all of that coming right up on Radio Survivor.
0: We have a, a, a name in, in Argentina. Uh, I will say it also in Spanish, as you invited me. Yeah, please do. Um, it's a Community Alternative and Popular, so uh, Comunicación Comunitaria Alternativa y Popular, so that's the the name we used to call this radio or TV or a news agency uh, in the alternative media part. And well, I started because I was part as an activist in a cultural center in the south of Buenos Aires, in a popular neighborhood. And this uh, this place had many uh, fronts of activities like, uh, teaching, uh, work, uh, workers, organization, and they have one about communication. So I, I, I feel, uh, it was my place. So I started to take part to their meeting. And finally, they decided to have a radio program in this moment. So I started to take part, uh, as a producer. And finally, I, I finished to be the, I don't, have, I don't know how to say locutor. Uh, the one who talk in the radio.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Presenter.
0: Uh, yeah, the presenter. Host. Uh, with another guy. So it was a, a program about politics, culture, and uh, social issues. Uh, it was like one hour a week. So I started to to, to take part to this program uh, in Spanish. So it was very... And great experience for me because I I, I was born in French, <laughs> yeah. so it was great to 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 talk in another uh, language and to to be part of a, a foreign organization and they they let me do that and I'm really really uh, um, thankful to that because they they trust in me yeah. Anita, and what, uh, fine.
1: Anita, yeah. can you tell yeah. us what can you tell us about that radio station that you were that you had a show on? Yeah,
0: this radio. Yeah, this radio was a radio in Buenos Aires, so they have a, a, a real studio, they have um, a, a tower with an antenna. It was not a, only a web radio, They have you, you could uh, listen to this radio like analogic radio uh, in Buenos Aires and uh, it's a quite big one in the world of alternative medias in Buenos Aires uh, they have many, many programs, uh, some about culture, some about music, some... Uh, about um, uh, specific culture of Argentina, indigenous uh, cultures, really great programs and uh, many organizations, politics or social organizations can have their, their program there as well. So it's it's the way for for this this organization to to talk about their reality, their opinions, to invite uh, people that you don't see in the traditional media or massive media. And um, so it was very, really really interesting. It was really great. And this, this radio uh, was part of the national uh, alternative media network. That be- after I when I start to do the the. Photographic project that uh, you, bah, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they, they are part of the the same family. So, but uh, in this moment I, I didn't didn't know it. <laughs> but uh, uh, my first experience was, with radio was there in like yeah four year, five years ago.
1: Anita, what was the name of right. that station? What what is it called?
0: Yes, it was a uh, FM La Colectiva. Uh, FM <laughs> La La, La Colectiva. Colectiva. That's La Colectiva. Mm-hmm. Um it was in the neighborhood uh, Caballito, uh, close to Parque Centenario. That's it's quite a, not the downtown, uh, because the downtown is, in Buenos Aires is not in the middle, it's in the east of the city, but it was in the middle of Buenos Aires, really, like the geographic middle. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And it, it sounds um, like it's a, it's an alternative to mainstream media, to commercial media. Is that, yeah, is that accurate? A,
0: exactly. Exactly. That in Buenos Aires, in, in the Biggest city like Buenos Aires, Cordoba, Rosario. This kind of radio, it's as you say, an alternative to mainstream media. Just it's it's quite difficult to have. For the waves to go really, really far, because in a big city you have so many radios, TV, so it's difficult. But on the web, this radio they are really powerful because uh, many people they prefer to listen that kind of information because also they have program like it's a um, program at the morning when you wake up to go to work that you can listen in this alternative radio uh, information. Uh, the same, not the same, but uh, at the same time, you know, of the program, uh, for uh, for example, in Argentina, it's uh, Radio Nacional, Radio mm-hmm. Continental, the, the mainstream that they, they give you the news mm-hmm. and this radio do it all the same, but with other kind of news or other point of view on the same news. So many people uh, started to change. And try to listen other media, and La Colectiva is one of them that you can listen in the morning when you are brushing your teeth uh, to listen other kind of point of view of what happened in your in your city in your society.
2: Mm-hmm. And so this experience with uh, FML La Colectiva uh, that inspires you to learn more about this sort of radio station in in Argentina.
0: Mm, I don't know if it was really like like that. Um, in at the same time, I, I was as a photographer and as an activist because I, I can't. Um, it's the same for me in in these pictures. Uh, I'm a photographer. It's my tool, but I I did this experience not as a traditional reporter. I I, I did it as an activist, and um, I was uh, starting to take pictures about movements an organization which was born during the Argentinian crisis in 2001. Mm-hmm. I was really interested about that kind of experience and how did they continue uh, during 10 years, 15 years after. So I started to to, to share moments with a lot of organization, movements, or conflicts also. And finally one day I, um, I went to a protest for the... Um, a law about media, and uh, and there I met um, the national network of Altern- alternative media in Argentina, and the guys of the collective DTL, that the um, the subject of my <laughs> photographic work, and it was like that. I met them in a protest, and I. I took a picture of one of the guys and finally he, he found me after and said, oh, you, you took this picture and said, oh, you are part of this collective. And we started to talk and to, 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 ma- to meet and uh, we started to imagine uh, something together. So it was like two experiences, parallel experiences, but finally it was in the same world.
1: Yeah, and you just said you were at a was it a media protest? Tell yes something.
0: because um yes, because as I don't remember I think it was um in two thousand ten or eleven the government of Cristina Kirchner started to well, create created a law to change the um, how the it's it's the technical part that it's quite difficult to explain <laughs> okay. in English.
2: <laughs> uh, so, so test me. Can you explain it in
1: Spanish? Yeah, yeah let's hear it. I understand yeah, a little oh, bit I, of Spanish.
0: Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. I will try. So sorry for that. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. Um. Just speak slowly
1: because where Spanish is terrible, okay. but, but go for it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, eh, entonces, eh, en Argentina, hay desde hace mucho y desde la dictadura, hay monopolios de de grupos de prensa. Eh, Por ejemplo, uno es Clarín, que es el diario, uno de los diarios más importantes de la Argentina, pero como grupo de prensa, además tiene comprado televisión, radios, un montón de cosas. Entonces, eso hace que la información hasta esta ley estaba concentrada en pocos grupos, pocas manos y sobre todo con uh-huh. gente que compartía una visión o ideología respecto a la sociedad. Entonces como que no era muy democrático yeah. que los que yeah. todos los grandes medios eh, apunten hacia el mismo lado y hacia el mismo discurso.
1: I think we understand exactly what you just said. <laughs> okay. you, know, you just described uh, gigantic media companies that control print as well as broadcasting and uh, yeah, have a very
0: – in the same hands, Yeah, you know? Everything yeah, very, in the same a small, hands.
1: A small amount of people controlling the message, yeah. which is uh,
0: – exactly. <laughs> so exactly.
1: And so this new law that uh, – Was
0: trying to, to, to open – To break uh, it up. The, yeah, to break oh, it up okay. and to open. Uh, for for example, what was int- really interesting in this law? Really, it was that thirty three percent of the um, uh, we call it a spectrum. It's the wave spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the way the spectrum uh, had to be reserved for non profit uh-huh. and alternative media.
1: Oh, so it was a very progressive so, thing. You, the protest no, it was, it was in favor yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay.
0: No, the protest was against that because they did the law, but they never did. They just write the uh, they wrote the law. Oh, no action. Then, no
1: teeth.
0: No, no action.
1: <laughs> yeah, no teeth. <laughs> so you you were
2: protesting no. uh, in order for the the action to good occur. To apply. Yes. yes,
0: just to to do. Okay, g- good idea, but we have to do it. And so the protest also in this protest they didn't go to the government. They go to Clarine and to big. Big media. Uh, in this moment, we, we were asking to the government, but we were asking to the other media mm-hmm. to to do something to respect the law. So it was uh, the enemy was in a lot of uh, parts. So um, so the, the, the law was that, but if, you, if we want to have this part for alternative and non profit media, that means that we have to keep to other media, uh, this part of the spectrum. And that was the problem. How do, how do you do that? So the, the government finally was, okay, we, we had this idea, so after you can be, you can say they, they had a good idea, or they just do that to, to be cool, but they never want to do it real. So, well, there is several opinions at the respect, but it's not the, the, the most important in this discussion. Sure. Just the, the fact is that they never did the technological work to put this law in March. So, um, so the reality is that it didn't change many things. Mm-hmm. So this protest was uh, to say, okay, we, we want to to do it. So it was like two years after the law, and never, nothing have I've changed. So it was that context of the protest.
2: Got it. And so these stations across the country, are they licensed? Are they permitted? Or are they. Which stations are you talking about? Yeah, you know, I'm talking about the uh, community no,
1: stations. Uh, yeah. yeah, the popular The popular alternative stations. Yeah, stations. Well, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah no. Um, uh, yeah. We're on the line with Anita Pouchard Serra, who uh, was taking photographs in Argentina of radio stations that, that she is uh, teaching us are called. Alternative or popular or community stations in English. There's uh, in yeah. Spanish, uh, you'll let us know again in Spanish what, what uh, they say in Argentina. Uh, and you've been taking photographs yeah. of these stations being built. And Paul wants to know if they are Were licensed. Were they licensed?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, uh, <laughs>
1: no,
0: no one is legal uh, uh-huh. because they. Um, uh, because this because law never that's happened. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the 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 idea of the law that okay, so we 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 have part of the spectrum after the big group share their spectrum when that they, they they give it back to the state and the state the government will organize a contest or a application for media that already exists some they exist for many many years, so but this part. Uh, Never happened or, or a little, but so little that it's it's not um, uh, not very effective. Not as important. Yes, yeah, no, that's exactly. So so most of the media uh, I had to uh, the the media I have the opportunity to to work with them. They they don't have any license or legal uh, process because they, they, they can't. But um, the fact is that during Kushner government, um, it was like a statu quo that, okay, you don't have, but we, we won't go to the studio, to the radio, to impeach you, to, to, to make the program. So the, 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 the work, the job of the, um, the collective I, I, I followed during this year, it was to find a uh, frequency that it was empty, so we, we the radio won't have problem or conflict mm-hmm. huh. uh, with another radio. So it was part of the job <laughs> to try to occupy a frequency um, without other uh, radio uh, using it to to yeah. don't have problem with this radio if she's if she's legal but many radio that they're not alternative but commercial or to make money they are also illegal so that's oh, the the okay. reality it sounds like <laughs>
1: the little bit that i know about argentina it sounds like a uniquely argentinian solution where they kept, they passed a law and then they didn't they passed a law to allow for more radio stations, then they didn't enforce the law, and then the radio the people that needed the radio stations went ahead and built them with a wink and a nudge from the government that they would be tolerated, but legally uh-huh. they're not they're not legal, and yet so everything just exists and happens yeah. that yeah, way. That's, it I seems very a, Argentine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it's most of the situation, it's already power that the Argentinians have that um, even if the, the government or the state don't allow us or don't help us, we will do it. And I think in most of um, of situation, it's a good, good way to, to to live because you are like more independent and and you are not waiting for somebody to help you, somebody yeah. from the the. <laughs> I like a state or institution that but you you will um find the power in your people in your community to do your project so I think most of the time it i think it's a beautiful energy and I, I hope it's one of the uh, the sense of my work there in and I would like to share that with my yeah. my pictures as a documentary photographer that the radio is a an example between many, many things that that kind of people do in Argentina. And and this this way of life, I think it, it could inspire us in where we are, in the United States, in Europe, in other countries, in Latin America. So I'm really glad of that, that spirit, no?
1: Yeah, Anita Puchard, Sarah, you took photographs of these radio stations being built. Tell us about the first one. Tell us about the first station that yeah. you documented.
0: Uh, the first one was like a bit more than four years ago. Uh, it was one in the coast um, um, in San Bernardo. It's like uh, not so far from Mar del Plata. That Mar del Plata, it's a really big, big city with beach, very really famous. Um, and we went there for first time like three days, uh, and it was really, really, really interesting because, um, well, it's ca- kind, it's impressive, you know, because we. We have to build the tower, so guys are climbing <laughs> higher and higher. And you see them. I mean, it's quite different with a red radio because there is the physical parts. Mm-hmm. So the tower, the antennas, and the technical problems as well because it never succeeds the, the first day. So you have to, to find what is the problem, what doesn't uh, connecting. Uh, many many equipments and um, it was really really great because also what is interesting in that kind of project it it's not only the technical part it's that you are sharing during two three days or one week it depends of the radio and the place uh, a moment with local people mm-hmm. with the group the group who went to, to build the radio and you have you are with them like 24. Hours a day, so it's not. Uh, you don't come to two hours to take pictures. It's like a, um, a collective life during uh, several days, and it's really interesting because you you share a lot, you learn a lot about the the place where you are, the people who are there, and I, I loved it this experience and and the guys uh, just uh, it was a proposal of the guys to to go with them for this radio. And after this one, we, we, they imagined that, that I I could go with them for other projects. So it was just the first one. And mm-hmm. after I had the opportunity to go to other radio and, and more interesting radio with the point of view of political or social organization, it was more, more and more interesting.
2: And so uh, what, what was one of those uh, other stations that you found particularly interesting from that point of view?
0: Um, well, I went, I, I remember two, one in, uh, Mendoza, Mendoza, it's, uh, close to Chile, mm-hmm. Chile. Chile is fine with us. Chile. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's a big city, Mendoza, but we went to the countryside to an, organ- organ- an organization of, uh, how do you say that? peasant. Uh, people who work the, yeah. The, yeah farm workers the,
1: were you going to say campesino farmer, yeah. what, what, campesino what yeah. Words campesino, you use?
0: campesino. Okay. yeah campesino uh, but uh, they were part of an organization for campesino without uh, farm or without uh, land landless
1: mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah which is a so huge the, issue in yeah, Argentina
0: right? yeah <laughs> Uh, so it was the, the, the meaning of the organization what this, this problem and they, they wanted to build a radio. So I spent there like eight days with um, three, four guys of the collective. And uh, many people of the organization and the, the, the future radio. Uh, it was very really interesting because it was a longer time, so you are really living there, uh, sharing with people. When you go, you are sleeping <laughs> everywhere you can, uh, uh, in the in the car, uh, in the living room, uh, or with a tent in some place. So you, you are really sharing the the daily life or the that kind of organization and the work was really interesting because we had to to use an old tower who were built in the middle of nowhere uh, because it was like uh, nowhere the, yeah, this small village yeah. so we had to to. to um, to kit a tower in the middle of the um, land, and to use for, to use this tower to build a new one inside the organization. So the work was really really interesting because with different moments it was not so so easy, <laughs> and uh, and it was interesting to see local people uh, taking part to this work and. Um, how the collective shared information with local people that when you build a radio it's the great moment to explain technical uh, issues Mm. Uh, it's not that the collective don't want to have the knowledge they have it but the idea it's to leave it in the place, yeah. so people can be can can have autonomy, and they understand how the radio works, um, how I have to take care to the transmitter, how I have to connect that or that stuff to another. So it's a really great moment to to share this knowledge. So for me, it was great as well because I was. Um, discovering many many things yeah. um, and and also you that's interesting as well the backstage that just a party discussion uh, when you go to a, the house of a farmer to, to, to buy something you need to to be it's really really but really interesting. Not only for the technical part. So that was a great, great radio. I, I had a good remember. And another one in another context. It was uh, in Catamarca. It's in the north, uh, in the mountain, in the Andes. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, it was a small village they, they had um, in this village the um, government started um, a mining projects but this, this mining project was uh, really dangerous for the, the, the mountain and the environment sure. with a lot and of pollution that, yeah so the, in this village it was really interesting because there, were, there is one radio the official one of the city hmm. so this radio was just saying that yeah it's beautiful the mine uh, because we will have a lot of uh, new jobs yes. for the region and yes that that's true but they don't say the other part that uh, it's really dangerous for the water for many many things in the in this the, this place so a lot of habitants started to make an assembly And uh, they started to to block the access to the mine, and I don't remember, in 2012, I think it was around this this, day, um, it happened a big repression, and the collective from Buenos Aires went there, and they started to to build a small radio Mm. just in the in the in the road, yeah, and just with you know Anita, a free when you, radio.
1: When you say a big repression, uh, I, I think uh, I have an idea of what it looks like, but explain it to the audience.
0: Um, no, when the uh, people are trying to. To cut the road, to block, to make a blockus in the road, mm-hmm. so to the mine, so the police come and <laughs> they use violence yeah. to keep the people of the road. Um, and in that kind of situation, the many organization with the, the collective DTL, they, they started to build a radio in this place. But it was like you know when you do a radio in the street, like open radio, just you have a, a micro and. A microphone, uh, small emitters, yeah, microphone yeah. and small emitters, and you started to to record something. But the idea was born there. So hmm. one year after, uh, the assembly find the money, uh, doing uh, parties uh, <laughs> with uh, the money of everybody, or uh, with uh, doing empanadas or yeah, cakes, or <laughs> well, that's
1: what yeah. we call them in English,
0: <laughs> and with the solidarity. With other organization, and finally, one year after, uh, they had the money to build a real radio in the house of one of the guys
2: mm-hmm. So
0: I, I shared this experience, and it was really interesting because in this case, you know that the media that you are building is the second one of the city. So it's yeah. ready. There is really a fight possible. We are not in a big city with two thousand media in each corner. No, it's a small village, and people will be able to choose between two radios. A true alternative. So, yeah, uh, the one official and the one alternative you are building. So with uh, the the voice of of people, of the inhabitants, not not of the politicals. So it was really, I was really exciting with this project. And uh, it's the same, we shared the time with the the, 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 the guys of the radio. We, we were sleeping in the living. It was the winter, it's so cold. <laughs> it was really... In the months Yeah, in the months it was like, wow. <laughs> but uh, it, it was really interesting for for that, no, that, that, that's the moment that you you understand that the radio and the, an alternative media can be really a powerful action. And uh, so it was really interesting for that.
2: And we're speaking with Anita Puchar serra and she is a photojournalist, you're a documentarian. And, and you've been telling us about community radio stations, uh, in Argentina. Popular. Popular, <laughs> meaning they're of the people, that, that these are stations that are being built, uh, to support these different movements. And you, you've just told us about a station in Mendoza, which is operated by campesinos, by farm workers. And you've just told us about a station that's in the Andes Mountains, uh, in which the community is mobilizing uh, against, uh, mining operations that threaten, uh, the, the environment and that threatened the, the people water. there. And I don't know if if you're aware of this, Anita. I mean, we have these similar sorts of things happening in, in North America and in the United States. Um, here in Oregon, uh, not far from where, where, where we are, in, in Woodburn, Oregon, there's actually a, a low power, what's called low power radio here in the United States, community radio station that is operated by Campesinos. That is a farm worker's radio station. It's it's called uh, Pecune, um, Radio Movimiento, um, and it uh, just celebrated its 10th anniversary. And when it went on the air, uh, it was supported by what we call a radio barn raising which was the community coming together along with uh, people who work with this organization called the Prometheus Radio Project, which helps to build these radio stations. And it sounds like it was a very similar kind
1: of event. And not Uh, only that, but it came about because of a similar movement to the one that you were talking about with the media law that was not enforced in Argentina, but uh here in the United States – uh, we we here on Radio Survivor have been talking about this uh, for a hundred episodes. There was um, there was a movement in the nineteen nineties to open up the airwaves to allow for more alternative voices, and because of that work, uh, small radio stations, low power FM stations, were legally allowed and were, had started to be built in 2000 and about 2000 2001 and 2001 then, uh, and uh, 2013 uh-huh. and so that's that's when this Campesino radio station got built in yeah. Oregon here yeah it, and it's not wow.
2: it, it, not every one of these stations is necessarily uh, popular yeah <laughs> it, as many of them are religious or you know not very yeah. interesting or political but many <laughs> but many are but yeah. many are and and it and it came out of a movement of unlicensed and part of what motivated it it was unlicensed radio yeah. in the 1990s which uh, the government failed to be able to control which we call pirates we sometimes we call pirate here. radio often <laughs> or yeah. uh, radio pirata uh, but uh <laughs> that uh but, but it's interesting to hear these same sorts of of impulses yeah, and echoes. and these echoes and and yeah. that uh, to see this level of organization, right? Because I think still to this day, at least in the United States, but in other other parts of the Western world, unlicensed radio has a bad reputation. People think of it, you know, because of maybe the the word pirate. It sounds as though people are stealing something and creating havoc. And something we try to talk a bit about on this show on is, is how. It actually is a place for people who are deprived of a voice in the mainstream media to uh-huh. to find this voice and to transmit exactly. and, and to have this. And, and, and this is such a wonderful example of what what's happening there in in
0: Argentina. In,
2: in Argentina. And, and and my question is, in, in your experience in going to from city to city and town to town in building these stations. Did you encounter any resistance either maybe from a local government or the federal government or even maybe from big uh, radio. from big radio or from from other uh, groups of citizens who might oppose uh, the building of these stations?
0: Yeah, uh Finally, at the end of uh, 2015, uh, one TV in Buenos Aires—that's part of the my my, my work as well—it's called Antena Negra TV. Mm. Um, they they started to have a problem uh, in Buenos Aires. The uh, a company security company that's called Prosegur. Prosegur, it's really famous, but in it worked in Spain, in Latin America. I don't know if it, this company works as well in in, in United States. But is that company in charge of security of uh, shops or many places? And in this case, it was there was in charge of the security of banks of the neighborhood, and this company Prosegur uh, was using the 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 waves that in the law it was written that this uh, level of waves was reserved to uh digital tv
1: alternative
0: mm-hmm. digital tv huh. but that that was the problem that there is no contest or oh, no so, nothing to apply
1: Anita, are you telling us that the security company was using the the airwaves that were reserved for non-profit yeah. television for their yeah, own exactly. communication like walkie-talkie exactly. stuff hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, in Antena Negra, it uh, was illegal, but they were they were using this wave that, in the law, it was correct. So they, they yeah. just They're they don't have the, the license. Yeah, but it was the good part. Just the problem that there is no contest, no opportunity, so they don't have the yeah the opportunity to apply the, legally. So, um, but they were right in in mm-hmm. this sense. Uh, and finally, in September two thousand fifteen, uh, Prosegur um, make the uh, yeah the security company denunciar uh, de- uh, the denouncement Denunce- yeah denounce to the police uh, that uh, this alternative TV was using the um, the waves okay. of the complained security to company the yeah, yeah. complain to the police. So the police came and. Take took off the equipment, the antenna, the transmitter. that destroyed the the studio, mm. and um, and it was the the first step of the changing moment. Because huh. after that, the, we changed the government uh, for Macri. That's the the new president. But well, not so new now because <laughs> we are yeah, two years of this president. Mm-hmm. So. It started to change a lot with Macri also in the persecution of alternative mm. media. But the fact is that um, that was the, the first step, and Antena Negra, now it's um, they're in justice in the court.
1: Okay. okay. Uh, Anita, can you tell us about what kind of uh, television programming was on Antena Negra? Yeah.
0: Antena Negra, it's uh, like um, a generalist uh, alternative media because it's in the big city. It's in the same building of La Colectiva because it's uh, an, um, where there is the, the La Colectiva and Antena Negra is a former bank occupied since the Cre- Argentinian crisis. Ah.
1: A bank, um, a bank that went out of business and was taken over by a, a, yeah, a collective. Yeah, and now
0: it's like, yeah, now it's, there assuming. is several collectives there. Um, so that they share the, the space. And Antena Negra, it's uh, one of the alternative uh, TV of Buenos Aires, and they have many kind, of different programs. Uh, they have um, a news program on the morning. They had... Um, live musical program really great like like a concert and you can Mm. go inside the studio and spend the night um, like a party but uh, at the same time you can see it on the TV there is program about indigenous how do you say indigenous culture (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, you have uh, women programs uh you have political programs and after because it's quite difficult to have so many people to 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 have programs 24 hours a day mm-hmm. so they 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 put movies or alternative movies or some sure. short short films doing by students of the university of arts or of sociology or so they try to to fill the 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 grill with that that's the, the
1: this television that you're telling us about was on the air in Argentina for, what, about uh, 12 years or so?
0: Uh, Antena Negra, yes. It, it's, um, Antena Negra started um, before to be in this place. Okay. Uh, started in a, in in another place of uh, another protest and mm-hmm. in Argentina and sure. finally they they started to occupy this place. Sounds
1: like very late nineties. It sounds. I'm just <laughs> assuming based on. <laughs> no, what it I was feel. Uh,
0: no. They started after the crisis, but okay, uh, in this place, I think, yeah, maybe in this place, there are ten years. And
1: mm-hmm. then, so what happened with this police? Crackdown after the security company complained about Antena Negra's use of. Yeah, they, they the. Spectrum. They had a,
0: yes, they. Um, there were they several the steps. Yeah. Yeah, there were several steps, you know. When you have in oh, the with the justice, first yeah. you yeah. people you have to declare and to say what happened, and the other part will say the same. And you have uh, like a mediation to to try to find sure. a, a point of uh, so an, an agreement. Are, are they off finally... the air right
1: now or on the air right now?
0: No, they 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 never, um, they they never stop. Okay, they just had their equipment our, stolen. Yeah they, yeah, they, or they confiscated. Uh, always fine yeah they always find a way to be on on air right. and now they have equipment so they are still uh, on air um, it depends uh, of the how many people are taking part of the project in it, it could change like one month yeah. there is more people uh, one moment there is less people but uh, they, they, they react a lot and they never um, Gave up
1: <laughs> the struggle for Antena Negra and the spectrum that they uh, were supposed to be allowed under the law that you had described at the beginning of our interview, Anita Pucharcera, about the Argentinian media being opened up to more nonprofits, but then that law not being enforced. So here yeah. we have a very interesting uh, moment where one company says that they get the spectrum. This nonprofit media organization w- had been using the spectrum, and now there's a court battle over it uh it would have been a lot uh it would have been beneficial to the media organization if the original law had been enforced so that their use of the spectrum was
0: yeah they they they, they should use well the the, the spectrum it, it would be more democratic because you have to apply uh, to show what you have been doing for so many years um, so it could be the way but now i think uh alternative media in argentina uh, they know that it's not the, the moment with this government. Yeah. We know it it won't change because the the, the president Mauricio Macri it's it's clo- really close to Clarín and to the big group. True. So um, close so, to the, the large media yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're listening to Radio Survivor. Uh, My name is Eric Klein. I'm here with my co-host and friend Paul Reismandel. We're talking on the line with Anita Pouchard-Serra from Paris, France. Uh, Anita is joining us because she spent, oh, over a decade in Argentina living and working there, and uh, her work uh, included documenting the building of Popular radio stations, which she has described to us as quasi legal. Uh, I think sometimes in English language media, those radio stations are being referred to as pirate stations. But as you described to us, they they are they're not strictly on, you know they're not yeah, only outlaw I, stations. They really almost existed under the law, but that law yeah. was not being enforced. Now we know that those stations might be. Um, Less legal under the new administration than the old one. It's probably very complicated and case by uh-huh. case. Um, and Anita Pustarzada, it's you. You had this opportunity to see these stations being built on the ground, and you took photographs. And we'd love to hear more about like some of your photographs and how this work has been received. You know, here here you are taking pictures. You described to us earlier in the show living in the communities where the stations were being built and what a unique opportunity that was for you. Um, but then you have these photos and they exist after the fact as a document that people can see. How how have they been received?
0: Uh-huh. Well, that, that's, uh, that's a great question because it's the question I'm asking myself today. So what happened with these pictures, these photographs? Uh, when I started to take these photographs, I was a, a young photographer Uh, not young for my (laughs) age, but young in my practice. And I think I grew up taking this picture as a photographer and I didn't know what will happen Mm -hmm. with this picture first uh, I take it because I want to take it and uh, with the organization I say okay I take it Uh, you I go with you you allowed me to to take this time with you to share everything and after I give you the pictures because you don't have of what you are doing for your memory for uh, so your own documentation so okay uh, it's the the agreement so I'm with you and after I give you pictures and you can put it on Facebook and what you want. (laughs) And this organization
1: you you are calling it La Colectiva.
0: Uh, no, I'm. I'm talking about DTL. That's DTL. the collective. Yeah, who were building the radio, right. uh, and the other's radio as well. The, the same when I went to radio with DTL to build them, I, I gave a picture as well. Okay, but so my, you, gave, you my, gave the pictures uh, to the main,
1: stations, so they could. Yeah, have Yeah, yeah.
0: But my my main relation was with DTL. Because I was all the time with them. What does DTL and, uh, stand for? DTL, uh, no, DTL, it that doesn't mean anything. Oh. Is that <laughs> it's the, letters, the name DTL? of the collective. Yeah, it's letters, but okay. um, <laughs> there, there is a meaning in Spanish. Uh, I'm trying to sing it. it say could, in Spanish. Um, in Spanish, it's like because when the I will say just the the right part in Spanish when I started to um, with this idea of. Building uh, popular media, uh, they started in a slum ten years yeah ten years ago, mm-hmm. and they started with a TV but really with nothing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and so they they made a TV set in in the slum. It was a moment of repression, and uh, when the guys uh, of the slum saw them arrive, uh, they say, "Ah, oh, uh, they are coming." Los de la tele, los de la tele, de la tele, DTL. Oh, of the television. <laughs> yeah. The people
1: of the television are yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Sure. yeah. And uh, so um, the, when they had to find uh, a name, they put DTL, Popular Communication. Sure. So DTL, like Comunicación Popular. Yes. Yes. I like it. So Thank there you. is I'm a I'm glad we meaning. went down that road. <laughs> So, um, yes, we, I, I started that there were my, uh, the relation was with DTL mm-hmm. and, but in this moment, um, I was really young photographer uh, so I was taking the pictures, put it in some alternative media. We made some exhibition, uh, but in Buenos Aires. So, and so I thought that this picture will stay in Buenos Aires and in my uh, computer. <laughs> and uh, the fact is that uh, this year as a photographer, I, I had uh, many opportunities with another project of, of mine and um i i had to go to new york to the new york times for the this event mm-hmm. and like one day before uh, i was with some latino american friends uh, that they were attending as well this event and we were together and i had the computer and and i just say to one ah uh, oh, look at that uh, yes i have this picture but now it's 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 the past and i yeah. don't know it's a uh, I love this story, but it's my life also because it was my life in Argentina. So, and I I, I showed this picture to a friend and said, oh, no, it's it, it's wow, wonderful story. That's great. Uh, you you had to show it tomorrow to to the New York Times." And say, not say, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. well,
1: <laughs> Paul and I are certainly glad that your friend encouraged you to show it to the New York Times because <laughs> we are big fans of your work, and we would not have known that you were doing it. And if yeah. it hadn't been blogged in the New York Times last month, yeah. and but yeah, we here on Radio Survivor have been talking about the things that people that you were documenting have been up to uh, for a long time. So we're very glad that you that you yeah, took those pictures nice. out of the uh, <laughs> out of your personal archives and yes, shared them.
0: I, I'm glad as well. But finally, well, so I showed these pictures, and finally the people were interesting about this story. But for me, it's. I, it's also an activist story that that there is only, it's not only pictures as a reporter. I I agree with what I'm showing. Yeah. I, I feel it. So um, so when somebody in the New York Times told me, yeah, well, it's interesting. I was happy as a photographer, but I was happy as a, a person who shared this experience and believe on it. So it was like really, really unbelievable, and finally the New York Times decided to publish it and this week uh, Wired also published uh, an article because they saw it in the New York Times but um that's... now, just people of the radio, that people in the collective change a little bit. So there is new people, some old uh, just left, and that the life of a, a project also. Yeah. Um, and just now it was, wow, nobody was thinking that maybe these pictures could uh, be published in a media like New York Times or in another country like United States. So now we are... <laughs> crossing um, a moment that uh, as a photojournalist or documentary photographer, uh, I have to to think with the guys how we will really <laughs> manage that. So yeah. How can <laughs> because, you help these uh,
1: stations with your photos? Yeah,
0: I, I can, with the photo or to don't do something with the picture that don't help us yeah. or to don't uh, tell something that it's not convenient to say uh but not because it's 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 not true, but maybe there is in illegal process sometimes yeah. you don't oh, have yeah. to say everything Well Anita cucharcero,
1: uh, what do you what would you, in the perfect world how how would you love for your photos to be used uh the photos that documented the building of these well, quasi legal argentinian radio stations
0: <laughs> these pictures are must my, my pictures in general, my work this, this picture your
1: work of the documenting the radio stations
0: um, being built. well I, I'm thinking now because it's it's crazy one as I was saying one month ago I, I didn't know that this picture somebody will will uh, talk about that yeah. uh, so um, I think now the, um, the idea is to to find the good uh, the middle the good way that mm-hmm. people in the picture are proud or happy or they have the identification to see them say okay yes I'm well represented with this work and uh, in the other way people in their living room uh, opening the computer and um, reading this article in Wired the New York Times I I want to touch them so my work uh, today as a reporter with this picture and to try to find find publication or way to tell the story that both sides um feel represented or integrated to this story yeah. uh, the, the the people inside the pictures and people in front of the pictures and i think as a photo photographer it's my job and i'm really interested to 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 think about that i i don't feel, i never feel and um my last work it was it was about refugees in the border between england and france mm. and I'm interesting about that. I'm not there just to take picture and okay, I go and I just left the picture to an editor, <laughs> and he will do what he wants. I want to reflect about this process and and now I want to do for the radio. I want to do this process with the guy there inside the picture and to think to try to think with them what could be the best way to show it with um, and why why we want to do that. what we would like to to create in people when they will uh, read or see these pictures. So I think it will be the work of the next month.
1: Great. Well, Anita Puchar serra uh, you are on the line from Paris, France, but you spent over a decade in Argentina documenting with photographs the building of popular radio stations. That's the English word that I'm going to use to describe them. Mm-hmm. But you were using uh, other Spanish words to describe them. Well, tell us again how how yeah. you say what those um, radio stations are:
0: Comunitaria, Alternativa, y Popular.
1: Anita Puchar serra thank you so much for joining us on Radio Survivor today. No, it's thank been you awesome. Very much. You know,
2: learning about these stations in Argentina just further uh, strengthens my contention that community radio is having a flowering at this moment in time that is unprecedented in the history of radio. That it is not just low power FM in the United States and community radio in the United States. It is global and you see how still important radio is, and it's interesting to me because Anita mentioned to us how um, the radio station in in Buenos Aires it's very popular online. Its mm-hmm. internet presence is very important, but it is also very important that it that it broadcasts. That it's yeah. terrestrial. That you can hear it. On the radio and and I'm sure that sort of reception is different depending on whether you're in more rural areas where just like in the United States there's probably less uh, internet connection or, or not as good internet bandwidth um, and then in more urban areas indeed the, the the internet broadcasting may be more important because again you're talking about often low-powered stations that aren't broadcast all over the place but to hear about how radio connects communities and gives voice to people who might otherwise be marginalized or who are marginalized from uh, being able to speak via mainstream media is just wonderful and inspiring and you know i imagine i would just love to see these connections get drawn more more formally yeah. you know you know that the fact that they have put together this community radio network i'm so excited across that we Argentina. about that
1: we're going to have to talk about that again on radio Survivor. i know to be
2: able to connect that up National with the united network states network of alternative
1: radio i think is yeah or, and she told us the name so we have yeah. we we'll have that in the link on on the website yeah so so, so there's we'll Survivor. have so
2: many things for you to follow up on it and i hope you'll go at the very least take a look at anita's pictures go to radiosurvivor.com slash podcast this is episode number 103 we'll have links so you can you can take a look and see these photos for yourself and and learn much more about this amazing movement of popular community radio in argentina yeah and i'm
1: not just radio i we learned about a television station that i'm very excited about now indeed that is a frontier tv I can't wait to learn more about antenna negra,
2: and that's a frontier we want to explore more. Is uh, community access television, uh, community television, popular television, popular television, and other types of community work. (laughs) I know our (laughs) name is Radio Survivor, but we, we really want to broaden this because in many ways these media work together; they're complementary, but they all have similar goals. and And it's important, I think, to learn more. And I think often it's inspiring to learn. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this is happening in this way, and these other places, these uh, people putting putting these ideas into practice. What do you think? We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Podcast at radiosurvivor.com Is there some project we should know about? Are you involved in a project that yeah. we should know about? Perhaps somewhere in North America, in, in Europe, or, or somewhere else uh, in Latin America, Asia, Africa, uh, Oceania, somewhere in the world. We'd love to yeah. hear about
1: it. This interview with Anita Bouchard Sarah, came about because uh, her work was blogged about in the new york times i am a 100 certain that somewhere on this globe somebody else is doing similar work that hasn't been blogged about that our news google alerts are not going to ping us to tell us it's out there and if you know about that work uh you got to share it with us. Because then we can share it with more yes. people. It, it is it is uh, the way of building networks
2: and building connections between people and communities. So do drop us a line podcast at radiosurvivor.com. We hope you, you know, you, you're listening to us on the radio, but we'll hope you subscribe to the podcast so that, you know, if you happen to miss it when it, when it broadcasts, you'll still be able to catch it. And of course, if you are listening to us, maybe in your web browser or somewhere, you know, drop us into your podcast application, whether you use uh, Apple Podcasts or you use Stitcher or overcast uh make that subscription so you always get it because actually that little bit registers and we become a little bit more prominent and more people can learn about the show um, and learn about uh great community media going on and we can help just make that little bit of inch into the charts we really appreciate it. it's just <laughs> a super simple thing you could do to help uh, support the show and if you can support us in other ways uh you can learn how at radiosurvivor.com
1: slash support Paul Reesendel, thank you so much for today's show. I had a wonderful time. My name is Eric Klein. I want to thank the listeners as well. Uh, Everyone, have a good week.